Wait, what? Where are we? What's happening? Oh, hey, hey, viewing party listeners. You made it to this podcast. You found us online. Hope you use the hashtag mini pot squad. Wesley and Katie and some cats. Watching movies, eating snacks. We're not sponsored by anybody. We don't even have a Patreon. We're just having fun. Welcome to viewing parties. What's a test? Viewing parties. Chanting all over your tatum. Viewing party. I, I really liked the cold open in the La La Land episode. I, I dug it. Have you listened to every episode? No. <laughs> There's a lot. So there are a lot. There's plenty that are like not worth listening to. <laughs> However, that Magic Mike episode is gold. <laughs> I was texting her great. quotes from it as if she hadn't already listened to it I or have been list. there for it. I have a list. Can you read just a couple so Lou can get a little taste? Um, let's see. The more I see six packs of really muscular men, the more I realize I don't care. <laughs> Honestly. You know? Followed up immediately by, I guarantee no one else has watched Magic Mike and been like, you know what? Waffles. <laughs> <laughs> Just me. You know. <laughs> this one was also good. Katie, we should start a stripper, stripper cult, Wesley. No, thank you. Stripper <laughs> <laughs> cult? Oh, no. I don't know what you said. No, thank you. <laughs> Anytime we thought about like, starting anything, she's like, no, except for that one side podcast idea we had, which was what again? Um, After party? No, <laughs> wait, it's called bonus features or special. It's like, bo- yeah, bonus features or bonus something where we just watch all the extras on the DVD oh. and not actually the movie. <laughs> we talk about them. The behind the scenes stuff. <laughs> We're just gonna watch all the outtakes from this random film. <laughs> We've never done it, but we will. I watched the outtakes for I Feel Pretty. Mm-hmm. They're outtakes. <laughs> so the movie that I was we, one of the trailers at the theater because it's a nineteen seventies Muppet movie. Oh, um, but it's coming back in the theaters for Christmas. Okay. Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. Mmm. Okay. It is weird and adorable. Sure. But it's all, it's based on a children's book, so there's like all these cute little woodland creatures, like in Canada in the winter, and um, they're real poor, and they have to, they want to like enter a contest, like a, a talent show in order to win money, mm-hmm. and like the mom is like, well, it's very much like that story about like the comb and the watch, you know, like she cut yeah. her hair so that he could have a watch, whatever. Um, so they both enter the contest and try to win money for their family. Naturally. But there's also like the group of like bad guys in the neighboring town, like weird teenagers and like seventy like Muppets and Bunch of Muppets and Bellottos. Sure, yeah. Come and like put on a rock show and like win the contest. But it's all like Frank Oz and Jim Henson and everybody because it's 1978. Mm-hmm. And the behind the scenes and the outtakes are hilarious <laughs> because it's just them trying to stay in character and failing mm-hmm. because it's hilarious. So there's a scene where they're supposed to, they're outside a music store and like a drum is supposed to roll out and then like fall on the ground 
and then they're supposed to like look back up, but it takes them like forty takes because they can't get it to do it right. And oh, just, yeah. It's just like Frank Oz reacting to like this drum falling over wrong. <laughs> Good. It's hilarious. I have to watch that. <laughs> That the sounds, the that outtakes are on YouTube and they're oh, fantastic. <laughs> that, that saves me a couple steps. Yeah. <laughs> Your cat is so beautiful. She is. Oh she my is look at the this. cutest, sweetest beetle. Uh, I almost got one. She had her tongue sticking out a little bit, but I didn't <gasps> quite get it. I am convinced that I will never get a picture of a good blep from Kimbra. No, she is. It's all I want. It'll never happen. It's so sad. I've had her for a year. And it, it, like, almost happened once, but and by the time I pulled my phone out, it was gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she just had it out just, like, for a little, That's how just it works. a little bit. Well, hey, everybody, welcome to Viewing Party. <laughs> my name's Katie. I'm Wesley. And, and this I, is my little brother. Luke. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to be like, and I'm Luke, but okay. <laughs> we can try that again. <laughs> we don't have to. Let's keep it. I like it better that way. <laughs> I think it's better this way. Uh, you guys have heard about Luke. We've talked about Luke. I'm not caught up, so I don't know. Probably. I'm sure that I mentioned you. I didn't forget to talk about my little brother. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> more time I have more siblings. <laughs> <laughs> There's more. Just every episode up until now, you've been like, I have exactly two siblings. <laughs> Only two. Rob has been on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Hannah has been on the podcast. We had a phone in. Rob a couple of times. My cousin has been on the podcast <laughs> via phone twice Good. or more. <laughs> and uh, here you are. We yeah. finally got you on the podcast. We finally pulled it off. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is the heist of the century. <laughs> Showing up at your house predetermined. Man, I don't know how you did it. <laughs> so challenging. <laughs> he only had a three hour window of time. It's true. It's true, because the holidays, they're making me work like crazy. Uh, okay, well, they're not making me. I could quit if I wanted to. Well. But I'm willing to do this yeah. work and make this money. <laughs> I will do this work for this money. Thank you. But thank you, thank you for, for having me on the show. Is this technically our Christmas special? Uh, you could, I mean, that's yeah, not my decision. We'll probably but... have a couple. We'll probably do two Christmas episodes. Are we gonna, are you gonna make me watch trailers? No. Aw, I kind of look. I mean, if you want me to, I can do that again. <laughs> so this thing that we've done for Christmas the past couple... Well, every couple once in a while we do... Um, like, would, would you, you watch, watch this, this episode? Mm. I don't know if you've heard of any, any of those particular episodes. I don't think so. We so, come up with a compilation of really basically interesting we find trailers. A theme and then I find a bunch of trailers on YouTube and make Katie watch them, and then mm-hmm. we decide if the movie is worth watching. Based on the trailer alone. <laughs> okay. So we do a Father's Day one with a bunch of dad-themed movies. <laughs> <laughs> that and was then okay. we did, last year at the holidays, we did Hallmark Christmas movies. Mm. She made me watch all these trailers. And what, six out of seven had Candace... <laughs> Candace Cameron Bure. <laughs> multiple ones. And I was like, go home! Twin like, in one. I like, and I was like, this is the worst! <laughs> Goodness. She had a daughter and was like, it's going to be okay, it's Christmas. And I'm like, no! Man, I feel like I need to watch one of those movies just for the fact that, like, it has been so long since I've been oh. subjected to one. It's like I've almost forgotten just how oh, no. unique they are. you got to spend any amount of time with our stepmother and you will be wind up watching. <laughs> when I lived at home for a year, she she would watch Hallmark movies. Sometimes they were Christmas Hallmark movies in, mm-hmm. in whenever season just she wanted to. whenever they were to. on TV. And yeah, they had like a bunch recorded, and so we would watch them. And Dad and I would like, you know, sit around and MST the situation <laughs> and, and be like, 
I wonder what's gonna happen. <laughs> and it was great. And she's like, and she loves them though. And that was like, yeah. it was actually really nice to be like, dad yeah. really hates these movies and could care less, but his wife really enjoys them. And so he's like, I, it doesn't hurt me to watch this. Yeah. I don't need yeah. to complain about it like some I'm, people I think would. I've told you the story before, but in my family, it's the opposite. My mom watches <laughs> action films. My dad likes plaid <laughs> movies where everyone ends up having a ever after at the end. <laughs> so, like, one year we were watching The Family Stone on TV. Oh, man. Christmas yeah. movie. And my dad wouldn't let my mom change it because he wanted to know what happened. <laughs> Like, he sit through, like, a war movie. Like, he falls asleep. But, like, he put on, like, Sleepless in Seattle, and he's like, I gotta see the whole thing. I gotta, yeah. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta take this to the end. My mom's like, what is the Harrison Ford in that we can watch with explosions? The Fugitive. She loves The Fugitive. This is gonna win the Oscar for sure. It's from 2004, Dad. Dad, no. My dad's favorite movie is Fantasia. Okay. All right. <laughs> If that's considered a movie, yes. Yep. True. That is his favorite. Here's a question I have yes. that came up at work recently. Is Mean Girls technically a Christmas movie because of the Christmas scene in it? Mm. I say yes. <laughs> it's absolutely a Christmas movie. Mm. I feel like a Christmas movie has to be mostly set at Christmas yeah. to me. It, by that logic, Deadpool is a Christmas movie. Sure. Because <laughs> there's a moment where it's Christmas time. <laughs> yeah. Among lots of other holidays. What is the Deadpool thing that's coming out for Christmas right now? It's what? a recut of Deadpool 2 that's PG-13, and proceeds from the movie okay. are going to cancer research. I was, like, very confused about why there's, like... That's a thing? A mm-hmm. picture of, like, oh. him as, like, an angel and, like, a scene with... Right. Like Princess Bride, and I was yeah. lost. <laughs> <laughs> it came out like six months ago. I don't understand. <laughs> Why is this a thing? I didn't know it was happening. Yeah. Well, that's nice. I, I don't want to go so far as to say all the proceeds, because probably not probably all the proceeds, not, but, but, but a, a decent amount. Yeah. Also, something that I said out loud <laughs> is that Mean Girls is a better Christmas movie than Rudolph. <laughs> Uh, probably. <laughs> I, I think I think that case can be argued pretty well. It's like, listen. Didn't you once describe Rudolph as Mean Girls for Reindeer? Yes, it is Mean Girls <laughs> for Reindeer. I'm pretty sure I made that graphic for our podcast. <laughs> I was like, I think you did. Just like, but I was just like, listen. <laughs> I, as an aside, just because I've had this thought very recently about Rudolph, I don't like that the reason all of the other reindeer come to accept Rudolph is because he has a utility. Not that they actually learn anything about the value so, of others. No, Rudolph. it's racism for reindeer. <laughs> it kind of is. So I was watching, I don't know why I was watching this. There was a PBS special on Christmas songs written by Jewish people. Okay. And so they were talking about why, like how ironic it is that so many of our famous Christmas songs are written by people who don't celebrate Christmas. Mm-hmm. So It's probably why they're so awful. Why the songs are so bad. <laughs> no. So Jingle Bells... Um, Rudolph and the other one was um it's not Mary Did You Know but it's the only one that's a lot like that Hmm. do you hear what I hear something like that anyway but the whole thing about Rudolph was basically about racism and the man's childhood and being a Jew who looked different from all the other kids. Mm. I'm so glad. But at the end of the Not story, great. it was supposed to be that like he was accepted and didn't have to change to be accepted. Which yeah. is what made this, like, was supposed to be the happy ending. 
but it is basically racist. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, yes. It's like, oh, well, he's useful for something. <laughs> but made into like, it, and it all came about because of a coloring book that someone made. Like they asked someone to illustrate a kid's coloring book and they wrote the story of Rudolph. Oh. And then his brother turned it into a song. Oh, all right. And I was like, well, this is I mean, that's, fascinating. That's pretty adorable, that but really also. interesting, right? Yeah. The things I, mean? I find on TV sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> what I mean by Christmas songs being so bad, I don't think that they're bad because Jewish people wrote them. I think we that know. there's a, definitely a part of me that's like, these people were probably like, this holiday is real dumb. Let's make a song oh, yeah. that they're totally going to I mean, they were up. getting paid for it, so. I mean, yeah. But it's. I was like, I wonder if... In fact, all of these Christmas songs are just people sitting around like, hey, you guys will need anything that's Christmas shaped. Basically, yeah. <laughs> I mean, kind of. <laughs> like, also, this is a thought I had while listening to the Christmas pop station today with Alexa, <laughs> was <laughs> there's so many songs about like, I just want you here for Christmas. And I was like, how many people are in long distance relationships that they're like, please, I mean, these please. Are, these are like famous singer songwriters we're talking about. So they're probably like all over the world <laughs> away guess. from their lovers. <laughs> why, does that, why does that resonate with everyone? They're like, I hope they're here. Like they live with you. <laughs> they're just at work. Like, what are you? Crying about it all so I want much. for Christmas is you. Well, good news, that's all you're getting. <laughs> that's all I'm getting you. <laughs> now shut up. Yeah, that's a whole that's a whole series of questions mm-hmm. I had today while wrapping gifts. I was like, wait a second, mm-hmm. this doesn't make any sense. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to smooth segue this into the movie, but um, oh wait, don't. Okay. Speaking right. of racism, we got a whole other segment. Okay, back to racism. <laughs> I watched the Black Klansman this week. Oh, that was my, really good. As my park and rec, it's so good. I cried at the end. Yeah. There's no twist ending, but they have an ending that you're like, what? Mm-hmm. I didn't know you were gonna play all this. Yeah. It's real, real good. I I really loved that one. Dude. It was excellent. It was mm-hmm. so good. Have Do you know what it's about? No, I haven't watched it or seen the trailer. True story. Also, you'll love it. It's from the 70s. Nice. The movie isn't, but the story but is. Yeah. <laughs> this guy, Ron Stallworth, uh, was a police officer in... What city were they in? I, I wish I could tell I you. I don't remember. Some Midwesty kind of city. And in the 70s, and uh, he was, like, the only black officer on the force, and he was put on task to uh, run, like, an undercover mission into the Klan. Ah, gotcha. And, like, he ended up, like, befriending David Duke, who is still the grand master wizard head. (laughs) I know, he's got some weird weird title. I don't know. He's the grand wizard. The Jarl. (laughs) The Jarl! The Jarl of the Klan! And he, like... But yeah, so it's so it's uh, I for, I don't know the actor's name. I don't know that I've seen him a ton. And um, who's the guy that's what's his? I was not ready. You to know, all, all the names are escaping me. It's been too long. Anyways, but. no, it's the guy who plays Kylo Ren. That guy. Oh, uh, Adam, Adam Driver. Driver yeah. Adam Driver. So he, so he, so this officer, he ends up doing all of. Like, it's his name that they're using because he accidentally used his real name <laughs> while, like, leaving a message, like, leaving a voicemail for the clan. And he's yeah. like, did you just use your name? And he's like, oh, 
oh, <laughs> oops. <laughs> so they ended up using his real name. So he, like, does all of the phone conversations to, like, you know, buddy up with people. And then they send another, like, white cop in who, like, pretends to be him, like, to all of the meetings. And they're supposed to, like, pretend to be the same person. Oh, wow. It's so good. But, like, they actually, like, did it. And they went, like, undercover into the clan for a hot second. It was, like... Super, super good. Yeah. All loved that movie so much. Mm-hmm. I also read that um, Topher Grace plays oh, yeah. David Duke, and he said that prepping for that role was like, he was super excited, like, oh, I got this role. And then he was like, it was the worst month of my life prepping <laughs> for this character. He had to listen, I guess David Duke has like a whole radio show, oh, and he listened to like so many hours and listened to a ton of interviews and to get his like, like voice yeah and like and read his autobiography also to like get into the mindset mm-hmm. and he said that they also like had just had a kid during like filming cool. and stuff so his wife was like can you lay off the hate speech while he's like practicing lines in the mm-hmm. house and she's like the kids are here and he's like Try to just live his life, but also become the most racist uh, idiot on the planet. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, <laughs> like, he was like, it was the worst. It was the most depressing, like yeah, awful month prepping for that role of mm. just like having to absorb all of this media and be like. And then he went from that, and his next movie, he plays a pastor. Yeah. <laughs> Good old Topher. Like, what is going on? Well, I mean, he was Venom in the past. He's got a oh, wide range, true. you know. <laughs> A wide range for Topher Grace. Um, super good, though. Totally see it. It's also set in the 70s, and everybody has the most beautiful afros. And, like, the fashion is perfect. Mm-hmm. And they also have one, at one point, show a bunch of, like, movie covers that come yes. onto the screen. And I was like, ah, oh, Wesley's gonna die! She's gonna love this! It's so good. It's so, so good. I was just crying at the end of the movie. I'm gonna show you next time you come over. One of my friends from work was renovating her house and found some really seventies <gasps> wallpaper in it. Yes. Oh, you told me. Yeah, that, but I haven't and seen she it. Snapchatted it, and I was almost like, "That's really awesome wallpaper." She's like, "So, do you want some?" Because I saved you a bunch. It's like you she brought it to me. Yes. Like she peeled it off the wall and like rolled it up and brought me rolls oh. of wallpaper from the seventies. What are you gonna do with it? Probably frame it and put it in my kitchen. Oh, it's so good. I'm so happy. For it's you. like lattice work with like flowers. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> Oh, it's so good. <laughs> like, perfect 70s condition. Excellent. Did you watch any movies this week? I went to see Ralph Breaks the Internet last weekend. Yeah? That was fun. There's a ton of really funny internet jokes that are great throughout that movie. I told Wesley in the theaters <laughs> while we were watching the trailer for Wreck-It Ralph that, um... I was like, have you seen Funnier Dies videos that they keep putting out, like, demanding people, like, they're like, go see Funnier Die and Ralph breaks the internet. And they show, like, here's a sneak peek. And it's a scene where they have, like, a, just a big span of, like, the internet. Yeah. Because in like, there's, like, neighborhoods. Like, in a big yeah. neighborhood. And they zoom in, and they, like, freeze it and zoom in to, like, this tiny little Funnier Die icon. And they're like, go see Funnier Die in theaters now. Good. <laughs> I was like, there's so many great jokes like that. Like, like, it's funny. There's one thing where there's like all these platforms that are all running around everywhere. Yeah. And there's little like avatars for every like internet user that looks sort of like a Funko Pop. Sure. Not. I mean, you know. 
and they're like all throughout running around but if you like fall off and go into like the underbelly of the internet there's like broken down chat rooms for Y2K and oh, that. oh that's funny <laughs> really funny Ooh, I like that jokes. <laughs> I'm really excited to see that movie it's mm-hmm. cute I liked it quick Funko Pop comment yeah they now have Lin-Manuel Miranda as a Funko Pop <laughs> <laughs> just make the it one- I'm not the one word you had to emphasize. <laughs> Park. Lynn Manuel Miranda as a Funko Pop from the Newberry Poppins. Okay. It's coming out probably the day after this podcast is released. I'm so excited. They yeah. also have Drunk Uncle from Saturday Night Live as a pop, and I was like... They have some weird pop. I was like, I'm, I don't... Why? They yeah. have a bunch of Saturday Night Live ones, like iconic characters from Saturday Night like Ro- Roseanne, Rosanna Dana, and yeah. all that stuff. And I was like, this is great, but Drunk Uncle made it! I was so <laughs> excited about it. So, that's the thing. If y'all want to go spend your money, <laughs> good. please go do that. So, now. we were talking about Hallmark movies earlier. I've been putting on a bunch of just like terrible Christmas romance movies that are on TV. Yeah. Just to have things playing. Yeah. They're ridiculous. They're so bad. So ridiculous. They all take place in like a ski resort. There's always like a <laughs> cute winter town or like something named Christmas things. And mm-hmm. someone from the city is There was one that was filmed it. in Columbus. So that was what? fun. Oh. Yeah. They did, went to CD1025 and like shot scenes there for this like country Christmas recording album. Oh, or other. no. One of my coworkers is like a split second cameo <laughs> but the other one that was on yesterday that I was like this is literally the dumbest premise I've ever heard is every year this girl and her best friend who's secretly in love with her because Christmas movie mm-hmm. they make a snowman together that's her dream boyfriend every year and there's like a cute montage of like them in the 90s like Taking pictures of the, you know, disposable camera with their like friend. Yeah. So they do this the whole time. And in the present day one, they make one, they leave. He comes to life and shows up as a person. No. (laughs) Is he fat? No, he's just like, he's the dream guy. So he looks like super attractive and always wears plaid because they dressed him in a plaid jacket. Hmm. Because he's supposed to be adventurous and handsome or something. But... (laughs) The way they make you know he's a snowman is like they go to a restaurant and they bring him a plate with carrots and he freaks out mm. <laughs> because there's carrots on the so, plate. So for all intents and purposes, what you're looking at on screen is a dude. It's a dude, it's a regular but dude. like he's like, oh, carrots, I can't. It's too much. And yeah, like, me too. He's always like super hot and has to like take off his coat because it's so warm inside and mm-hmm. he wants to be cold and like... It's the dumbest thing, but I was just, like, dying this. laughing because he's, like... I hate this. His name is Cole because... Oh, uh, no. <laughs> 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 carrots and just shows up and, like, is super good at ice sculpting and, like, talks to snowmen. Cole. <laughs> Stupidest thing. Oh, so, no. I was like, I kind of love this because it's so bad. And this sounds like the best one out of all of them. It was, and the thing was, like, the rest of the movie was fine. Like, the production was actually. Was really he mean good. to her at first? No, he was. That's super my nice. favorite Hallmark plot point. Is like, he's mean to her, and they're gonna fall in love. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, why? Just like real life. Yeah. Well, a little bit. But. <laughs> But the snowman coming Advertise it? I was like, this is Frost of the Snowman, but not. But but with sex. Happy birthday. (laughs) (laughs) So weird. (laughs) 
awful. <laughs> I was like, I can't stop watching now. I like, I know what happens to the snowman guy. Well, that's a special Christmas for a special... It's called Christmas Snowman, Christmas so if anyone wants to watch it. Snowman? No. <laughs> yeah. Tell me you're kidding. No, I'm not. No. I said her link they're to all, that trailer, they're Wesley. They're all snow puns. Snowman's oh, no. featuring coal. <laughs> Oh my god, did you know there's a pizza eyeshadow palette? That's cool. The end. Alright, Luke, now you can segue into the movie. Well, uh, I don't have a smooth, buttery segue anymore since we're all talking. Let's go back to pre racism. Uh, So, there are. Yeah, Christmas songs. Um, I simultaneously love and hate that they threw in this gag really early in the movie where. Um, so we should we but, say what we watched yeah, today? Yeah, we're, we're talking about the uh, 2018 The Grinch uh, by Illumination uh, that came out pretty recently as of this recording. Um, but how The Grinch has, like, a radio alarm clock, and, like, every time he hits it, it plays a different Christmas song before he finally just, like, tosses it over the edge of some mm-hmm. rock or whatever. Yeah. Um, but, like... And, and I like that they use, like, classic Christmas songs, but also it really had me scratching my head. Just, and, you know, I feel like this sort of sets the stage for a lot of this movie, where you have bits that are really funny and seem like they're pretty well thought out, but then when you take, like, one step back, you're like, why did they do this? Like, why, yeah. why in the world would the Grinch, of all people who, like, you know, absolutely hates Christmas and everything Christmas-related, have this alarm clock that plays Christmas music? Was it a radio clock, I mean, maybe? sure, but, like... The thing that confused he should me know. about the music, I was like, okay, in the original, like, they have all these made-up Christmas songs, because it's not Christmas, it's, like, a holiday. Like, it's not a religious holiday. Yes. In this movie, there were multiple, like... Oh Holy Night Christmas things. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. Like, so Jesus is also so Jesus. Yeah. Who Jesus? <laughs> Who <Yeah>. Jesus? <laughs> I like, I have questions about the yeah. theology in, of this movie. In particular, <laughs> I really loved when uh, the Grinch is like visiting Whoville to get groceries. Yes. And just has to endure all of the festivity stuff for yeah. just a little bit. How, like, there's a group of carolers chasing him, just singing, like, yes, God rest you, merry gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. They were just like, why, is it, why are they, I like, loved that. West Side I loved that. And, and while I was kind of like, why are they singing this? Why not a secular song? I was kind of like, the tone of this song is the only one that would have worked. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but oh, I was yeah. Like, what a weird choice, though. Mm-hmm. Like, I love that gag so much. There were so many times... Of course, this happens every time I watch any Grinch movie, or I'm like, oh, God, this is my whole life. Oh, God. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. But, like, she was just like, what? Are you scared of West Side Story? He's like, no. Carolers. Yeah. Super not into the whole idea of people showing up at my house to sing to me, unless you're giving me, like, a present that someone sent me, and you've been right. paid to sing an obnoxious song in a teddy bear costume. Mm-hmm. I don't know why you're here. <laughs> Singing at me. Mm-hmm. I don't have any fig pudding for you. No one makes that anymore. You need to go see Wesley's mother <laughs> if you want any kind of fig. <laughs> she doesn't make figgy pudding. I, I she probably like... makes a fig jam. <laughs> she probably would. I think this movie oh, had a I lot of... How to make figgy pudding? It is super complicated. Uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> we won't go until we get some. <laughs> like, what is that groaner now? It's street? gonna be a few hours. I think. Like, Trader Joe's entire day. Get out like, of here. Gonna be waiting a while. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like uh, there was a lot of potential for this movie to be more timeless than, say, the 2000 uh, yeah. one starring Jim Carrey. Um, yeah. 
but that opportunity was missed at so many turns. Like, just the fact alone that you have this moment where, like, if I remember correctly, because I, I saw it a few weeks ago. Uh, you guys have seen it just today. Yeah. But um, where the Grinch asked Max, asked Max, what do you want to do today? And there's this, like, cut where, like, he's driving a car and the Grinch oh. is, like, sticking his tongue out and Mumbo Number 5 is playing. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. if it weren't for that, <laughs> this would be a really timeless little moment. But (laughs) because Mambo number five is the joke. uh. I mean, Mambo number five will always be a joke. (laughs) (laughs) But will it 60 years from now? That's going to be the things where we're like, wait, what are they talking about? Like, what is this? Why are we telling ghost stories and Christmas songs? Yeah, I know. (laughs) Andy Williams, what kind of Christmases have you had? Um, (laughs) Your Christmases are interesting. (laughs) Talk to me about your childhood trauma. And I I think that, uh, because the the Chuck Jones uh, Christmas special, which, you know, like everyone thinks of as being the, like, original, like, Mm -hmm. film adaptation of The Grinch, aired in 66. Yeah. And it's still being shown, and it's still being loved. Perfect. And there aren't parts of it that you have to, like... Explain to children. Yeah, exactly. Like, this is what was happening at the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Whereas, you know, there's more of that in the 2001 where, like, there's a couple, like, little pop culture references that's kind of like, mm, that's going to go over someone's head if they weren't, like, around at this time. Yeah. Um, And this one has, like, a couple of them. It's just, like, another step toward being a timeless thing, but it's just not, it's just not there. Because you got, like, Tyler, the creator, doing You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch, and I'm like, "Mm, what is is happening? When I, like, and, like, I love that version, (laughs) but also, like, well, that just dated itself real hard. (laughs) Like, all this cool stuff, I was like, nope, you dated yourself. I was looking, so I didn't know what this movie was going to be like. I didn't know if they were just going to, like, retell the Grinch or if it was going to be like, this is a new Grinch adventure, and I would... I would have rolled my eyes a lot if it was, like, a brand new Grinch adventure. I'm like, he doesn't need any more. Yeah. He's fine. Mm -hmm. This is the big adventure. Everything else would just be him, like, halfway to suicide as a lonely person. Like, (laughs) Grinch is a lonely, a lonely dude. Well, it would. It would. His heart shrinks the size at some point and we pick up there. (laughs) Yeah. Like, oh, his heart shrinks. Now his heart's normal sized. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh, no, who hurt him? Like... I was also very concerned at one point because they like show you know they set up like Donna this single oh, mother yeah. is super stressed out and I was like does he fall in love with Donna and that's the like a the answer to the single mom's troubles is suddenly there's a man in the house <laughs> and b like I don't need another sexualized Grinch as much as I love no. Jim Carrey <laughs> another <laughs> okay so it occurred to me we haven't we haven't watched the Jim Carrey Grinch. On the podcast, have we? No, we only watched the original and then this one. So there's a lot of things that I was like, I think if I watched Jim Carrey's Grinch now, like, and actually made a real attempt to be objective about it, it's probably a really terrible movie and I need to stop defending it because they just sexualized the Grinch like over and over and over again to the Mm -hmm. point where it's like, why are you saying this? Mm -hmm. Why is this happening? Um, not that it's all Jim Carrey's fault, because, like, he was also handed a script, and a yeah. lot of yeah, it was scripted. Yeah. But I was like, ugh. So I was like, are we going to make the Grinch fall in love with, the, like, no, with no. Donna? Because <laughs> I don't need that and, at and see, all. What upset me and even more. And they did more, not, thank right, God. Yes, yeah. of ugh. course. But what upset me even more about that is that you have a, a lot of, like, great opportunities to wrap up Donna's story and yet it never really It does, does a, little a little bit. A little bit in the 
credits. Wesley yeah. caught it. I wouldn't yeah. have caught it. But yeah. We were, but like, I, I'm trying to remember what happens, but don't they like give her like a car he or something? He starts making, we didn't stay for the whole thing, but he starts making like gadgets and it like makes dinner or makes coffee. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I, I do like remember more. that. So, so it's he's like, like a fun, let me, let me talk broadly about the movie a little bit sure, sure. or about like the different iterations of the Grinch. So in the original, the Grinch, you have a very simple, very basic world. You don't ask a lot of questions. You're yeah. just like, these are who's, this is Grinch, he's it's, it's Christmas. All, it's all on a snowflake. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know. Does that even happen no. in the original? That in, is a Jim Carrey invention. In my, it might happen in the I think it might original. be in the storybook. So like. I believe something like that. That's a very. Like how, like how Whoville uh, yeah, it's takes very, place on like a dust speck. Yeah, it's very yeah. susy. These Whovilles. I hope I hope Kimber's not also, disturbing the mic too much. No, Easter egg. One There's of been the, so many cats on this podcast. Easter egg. One of the ornaments they put on the giant tree was Horton. Oh, nice! Good. I didn't care. I saw that. I was like looking at all of them when they were painting, I and I was like, "That's Horton." The mom came in reading a book to tuck her in, and it was like a flower goes on my head, which is Daisy had Maisie. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But there. it was like, wasn't exactly. Right. Yeah. There were some very cute little, like, Dr. Seuss references, which I yeah. appreciated. I'm mm-hmm. sure there's more that we didn't count. Probably. But, um, so it's a really basic story. Like, all happens in the course of, like, a day or two. It's all fine. And then you have Jim Carrey's The Grinch, which takes place over a similar course of time. It opens up, like, a different backstory about the Grinch. You kind of figure out, like, how he got to be, mm-hmm. you know, as mean as he is. And, like, you know, the childhood trauma that caused all of this. Also does lots of other very strange things now that you're like, mm-hmm. oh, this Thousands. is weird. This was a weird time for movies. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite lines from that movie is, no child can beat the Grinch. <laughs> I think that sometimes when I play with my nieces and nephews and I win and I'm like... Why am I being this way? Why am I excited that I beat a child? Like, why is you're that? Like, I won. You're four. I won. <laughs> yeah, you're four. This doesn't matter. Right. Um, so they did all sorts of things, and they set up the Grinch's home, which they didn't ever do in the cartoon necessarily because you didn't need to. Like, it was kind of yeah. cave-ish, but like nothing. He just lived on the mountain. Yeah, he just lived yeah, in a mountain. Something. Where in the Jim Carrey's version, he lived in a cave, but there were like lots of different layers to this giant cave, and it was cool, and he had some gadgets. And I like that they took some of that idea of like, he lives in a cave where there's lots of different areas in this cave for him to like hang out and do whatever he does all mm-hmm. day. And there's some gadgetry, but they also, like, kept it very Seuss-feeling in, like, the way that all of the machinery yeah. worked. Mm-hmm. The- so they took the things that were kind of interesting and expansive about Jim Carrey's The Grinch and then, like, condensed it back down to be like, we there didn't need to be one big traumatic event that involved public humiliation yeah. uh, <laughs> for in order for this. It was simply, like... The Grinch was an orphan. He had no one around. Nobody gave him anything. He watched other people be happy, and he was like, I don't need any. Like, fine. Then yeah. I'll just and, be alone. You know, like, like honestly, I, he believed that he was supposed to be alone from this. Mm-hmm. And that makes a lot more sense because you, yes. have, you have a much longer span of time for him to develop this, this negative feeling about Christmas rather than just the once, like, oh, like, I hate it. Oh, no. <laughs> yes, this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Also... A weird young girl's fetish with like a green person is also like a strange thing to add into a movie that really didn't need to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it's was, super weird. That it's, whole weird it's all problematic thing. 
also a little, it's like a weird racist fetish thing that happens. <laughs> That's um, the whole thing. And I and I wanted to reflect a little bit on the uh, the role that the Who's play, or the, rather, like their society plays in the Grinch's story throughout them, because I feel mm-hmm. like the thing that this 2018 version and the 66 version have in common is that the Who's are good the whole time. Yeah. Like, they they mind their own business, they mm-hmm. they treat the Grinch with respect and dignity, and, you know, like, e- even in this one, like, you have a couple of Who's that, like, go out of their way to, like, be inclusive and be friendly to him, even mm-hmm. though he's being, you know, the cynical person that he is. Yeah. Um... But in the Jim yeah. Carrey one, it's kind of like there's this mutual, like, there's a lot of, like, butting heads yeah. going on between, especially, like, the mayor in that one, um, and, like, a lot of the rest of them, like, you, someone mentions the Grinch, and everyone turns and stares, like, don't talk about the Grinch. Yeah. Uh, well, he's Voldemort, <laughs> you know. So, you know, I think that there was potential in the 2001 for a bigger conversation about the role that society actually plays mm-hmm. for yeah. someone like that. But it wasn't really utilized well, and they could have, like, taken that and done it better with this one, but instead they just removed that element entirely. Nope, this is about the Grinch, this is him changing, and society was good to him the whole time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I appreciate that, that it's, like, that specifically, that he spends all of his time hating them, and they're, like, totally fine, they kind of paint, like, everybody greets him really warmly. You have this one guy who's, like, (laughs) the Grinch is, like, he thinks we're friends, and he's literally, like, I love talking to you! Oh, man, (laughs) Grinch, what a cool guy. (laughs) (laughs) Keenan Thompson did such a lovely job as that character. Mm. I'm so glad that he voiced him, it was so awesome. It was great. (laughs) But, yeah, you just have a town full of people who are super nice to you the whole time. Mm Mm-hmm. And even when the Grinch, like, was doing his errand run and he was, like, doing these, like, kind of, like... Being obnoxious. Yeah, like, being yeah, obnoxious well. and doing these mean-spirited things. People didn't say, like, I hate you or anything like that. You had people who were like, that wasn't very nice. And, yeah, you know, I, like, uh, very, very respectfully it. and politely telling him that they don't like what he's doing yeah. without making it a thing. It's yeah. interesting because the Jim Carrey version was heavy on the, like, consumerism taking over Christmas things. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting because they, like, they briefly mentioned that in this one. Yeah. Where he was, like, everybody's obsessed with stuff, but, like, he was, like, he was the one misinterpreting that, whereas in the other one, they didn't see that they were... Which is just really yeah. interesting to like see. Cindy, like, yeah. like, in that one, wow. Cindy Lou has to, like, talk basically everyone into, yeah. like, it's okay, we don't need this yeah. stuff, whereas in this one and in the original... They're like, oh, it's fine. Her yeah. mother was like, no, they didn't take Christmas, they took stuff. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Which I think stuff. it's very like you can tell this one was very much more geared towards children. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think the Jim Carrey one was like, it's kinda for kids, All but for it literally wasn't yeah. like a kid movie in the sense that like it had a you know, moral yeah. of the story kind of thing. It was like I, a family it was a family It was a movie. family comedy. It yeah. wasn't like a kid's this was definitely more of a kids' movie, but I didn't hear any kids laughing until towards the end of there the movie. There were some parts. Because there like, were a lot of kids we have, showing. Wesley and I walked in there all alone, and I was like, sweet! I can be as obnoxious as I want. And then it just filled with children, and like, I was like, mm-hmm. oh. At, at one point, like, 15 people like, all walked in at the like, same time, and I was like, happening? what is this? The caravan is here. I mean, I'm sure Fred <laughs> went over really well with the kids. Yeah, they did like Fred. Mm-hmm. Which one was Fred? The reindeer. Oh, I love that reindeer. He's mm-hmm. so yeah. cute. They thought he was funny. There was a couple other yeah. like re- random parts that I was like, oh yeah, of course the yeah. kids laughed at. I didn't hear this. the kids I, laughing too too much though. 
which I thought was interesting for it being like a kids movie. I think I think the moment when uh, the Grinch is about to lose the entire sled full of stuff mm-hmm. and like Fred and his family show up at the last second and help, I feel like that would have been a lot more. I mean, it, it didn't need to be super impactful, yeah. but just me as someone who edits video, I feel like it would have been more impactful if they didn't show that it was Fred and his family until after the sleigh was already fine. Yeah. But instead, you have this whole thing, and you know it's them, you know it's Fred, you know it's his family, and then the Grinch is like, oh my gosh, Fred! (laughs) Um, But, like, it would have been really cool if it was kind of like, hope is lost, obviously Max isn't going to be able to take care of this by himself, (laughs) and then he gets saved, and he's like, what's going on, what's going on, and then, like, it is this person, you know, reindeer, but, you know, like... In, in, in very broad, nice. you know, just like it's this friend, effectively. Yeah, this is yeah. someone who I have done good to and who is like really helping me out of a jam. Like, yeah. I think that that, I don't know, I, I think I overthink uh, kids' <laughs> movies and, and stuff a lot. And I, I'm always thinking about like how, like, what kind of message it could send and yeah. how you can make that message as impactful as possible. And like, obviously, this is just, this pretty much just exists to make money. <laughs> and I get that. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, and sometimes I think about a sort of, like, alternate version, like, what would have happened if the Grinch had lost all of the stuff? I thought that's what they were gonna do. Yeah. I thought it was gonna be, like, well, we're twisting the ending suddenly. You know, like, what what if he comes back to Whoville without anything in tow and says, I stole it all and I lost it all and it's gone, and then, like... How are the Who's going to treat him? Probably good. This yeah, version of this them. Version. The 2000 ones? Oh, no. They, no, would, <laughs> they would hang him. They wouldn't have <laughs> <been> <laughs> <person>. We're <laughs> having a Grinch lynching. No. It's like, no. 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 I don't want that version. <laughs> but we have that version in an alternate reality. Mm-hmm. And it's weird to think that it's The been... gritty reboot version? It's weird the to gritty think that it's reboot. <laughs> If I, if I ever have a cover band, it's going to be called the Gritty Reboot. Gritty Reboot. Reboot. <laughs> I dig it. I'm down for this band. I had to uh, sort of retype a list of notes that I had taken because, you know, long before the idea to talk about it on the podcast was even a thing. And in fact, immediately after I saw the movie, I pulled my phone out and was like, I have a lot of things that I want <laughs> to say about this movie. Yeah. And I wasn't sure whether I'd make a little video about it, or write, it a, or write a blog or just casually talk about it on viewing party. But uh, <laughs> anytime you watch a movie make a list, we're mm-hmm. happy to have a talk about it. So let's see. Luke made a list. Uh, Luke's there'll be a new segment called Luke's List. <laughs> ah! No. <laughs> Another no, one. Um, one little thing that I liked about this one is they gave Cindy Lou a reason to be awake while yeah. the Grinch is stealing stuff because yeah. in this one she she wants for you know a break for her mom basically she wants yeah. a solution to the issue of her mother being constantly overworked and not getting enough sleep and you know feeling like she needs to do everything in the house so she, she wants a nanny is what she basically needs. yeah or like a long term babysitter mm-hmm. so that her That's mom can take on right? vacay but but she wants to tell Santa about this you know, this wish of hers, so she sets up this trap in her home to mm-hmm. catch Santa, and that's how, and, like, it has an alarm set to it. So that's why she's able to be awake yeah. and talk to the Grinch while everyone else sleeps through everything that's happening. And that was something that, like, even before seeing this, I thought, like, why? how is it that she's the one who manages to stay awake for yeah. this? <laughs> you know? Let me just say, mm-hmm. as someone who nightly has to get up and pee in the middle of the night, I would absolutely bump into Santa. 
the end. That was another thing that you mentioned, though, was, like, Santa doesn't come with yes, stuff Yes, that back. is the thing. Okay, so in the first and the second Grinches, we see Santa leaving the neighborhood. This one, Santa never shows up. Yeah. So I was like, are we really quietly being like, Santa's not real? Shh. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, without really I saying anything. think about that. Because um, they wrapped, because they were like, we have seven hours of darkness, and as soon as it's dark, he takes off. Like, the moment. Say, like, if Santa can do this everywhere in one night, surely I can do one town in seven hours. Mm-hmm. Right? But. But. Never see any, and no one in the town has ever seen a Santa. Right. Like, there's not even, like, a mall Santa. So, yeah. So I appreciate I do, the whole, like, Santa's not real. Yeah, so I do, I do feel like. This this one in particular does kind of like it doesn't drive that home as a point, but very quietly is like everyone in Whoville like gets it. Maybe some of the kids like still believe in Santa, but yeah. all but everyone else like entertains the idea and like puts it out there, fully aware that it's not mm-hmm. a real thing and that Santa himself doesn't actually show up. Which you know because everyone is asleep for the Grinch stealing stuff, it's not an issue, and mm-hmm. you know Cindy Lou obviously like still believes in Santa enough to be fooled by the right. Grinch just kind of showing up. Because she's never seen Santa well, so yeah. she's fine with him being a green guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and green I, hair color was a nice and, little Yeah, that me. was really funny. And I, and I like to imagine <laughs> that that in this version of the world kids aren't disappointed when they find out that Santa's not real, that they like yeah. just, you know, they. It's, it's okay. almost like they make the Who's to be like a lot more, like like <laughs> creep, creepily wholesome. Yeah. Just like I, I picture that these yeah. kids will learn that Santa wasn't real and that it was their parents, and they'll give their parents a big hug and be like, "Thank you for so many years of presents," and everything will just be happy. Yeah, they'll and be like, totally fine. They're not gonna be totally disappointed yeah. and crushed. They'll just be like, "Oh, it's kind of a nice setup for like actually having to have that conversation with your kids, though, but mm-hmm. because like they don't." Like, say he's not real. Right. But, but the Grinch is always like, is. you've never seen no him. Never seen him. Sam. So, like, it's kind of nice that it toes the line between, like, if your kid still believes, they'll be fine. And if yeah. your kid doesn't believe, they'll be fine. They'll be fine. Yeah. Here's, like, another thing that's not quite as obvious. So, let's say Santa's not real. Hypothetically. Just pretend. You know, <laughs> for the children out there. In this fictional version of the world where <laughs> yeah. Santa isn't real. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> for all our child listeners. Yeah. And you have all of these parents in this whole community that's like totally down with letting their kids buy into it and everything, and no one's bitter that it's not a thing. I so appreciate that these people, these who's are so good that they don't have any parents like last minute wrapping things in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like oh, no, placing they got stuff. Locked. They're like, they got it. The whole system. They had time to do all of that Damn. and make giant ornaments for the tree. Right? I was like, they, are, they got are, it together. They have handled Christmas. <laughs> like, no one's like, oh, God, my shopping list. They're <laughs> like, I'm, everybody's out shopping. Now, can we talk about the stuff again for a moment? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is a society with no agriculture <laughs> and no factories. <laughs> Where is mom working third shift? Everything shuts down at 7 p.m. It must be a hospital somewhere. Like, <laughs> but like, but like, what? There's no farming. There's no, there's no military bases. Not that they need them. But like, <laughs> why do they have police? What crime is being committed? Everyone is so good. <laughs> this whole society is like, where are you getting all this stuff from? It doesn't even make sense. No one's farming the stuff for you to have. 
That's a question I have about I this know, whole man. world. Maybe there about are... About every iteration of the Grinch opens up all of these questions maybe, about, like... Maybe there are more towns or societies of who's on that snowflake that's what that I are wondered. just, like... Like, it is planet-sized to them. Yeah. So yeah. There, there are, like, other, like, spots where you can find other Whovilles that specialize in different things and they travel back and forth. Is their Earth flat? Is it a <laughs> snowflake? Oh, Think no. about it! It's in a snowflake! There's the turn! In flat Earth, there is no Santa. <laughs> well, that's just sad. They're here on North Pole, Think so about it. it's fine. Think about that snowflake! Logically, if there's no North Pole, there's oh no my God. Santa. Oh my god! Everything little, just little goes. Oh god, no! <laughs> so that just happened for everyone here. Um... Yeah, those are all the questions I have. I do think that there, there's, like, a theory that the majority of Dr. Seuss's stories take place on the same snowflake in, like, different Who villages, except for Horton, because their Whoville is on a dust speck. And mm-hmm. I was like, there's lots of yeah. different, like, colonies of Who's there around. There infinity amounts of... Infinite Who's. Infinite Who's. On this every speck of this, every day of this life. This Whoville takes place on a cancer cell. Oh. <laughs> Just Inception so let's go more meta with this idea. Oh, it's no. a snowflake. From the time the snowflake is formed to when it falls and melts is the amount of time that like these Their things exist. Eternity. So their time is totally slowed down. Mm-hmm. Enough for them to have an entire mythos <laughs> about Christmas. And somehow Jesus. And somehow <laughs> Jesus! There's been 2,000 years of this snowflake at least! <laughs> <laughs> These are questions yeah, I have, Wesley. Exactly where this one took place, because they didn't, they didn't establish the snowflake thing. Right. No, it's just like in the mountain range near. I loved the way that they started out. They said it's a town just like yours. If your town was a dream, and I was like, Yeah, that. Aww, thanks for the new rhyme. Some of the new rhymes were okay this time. Yeah. Like I was, I was down for them. It felt truer to Seuss than some other rhymes I've heard. Mm-hmm. I also appreciate in Jim Carrey's version, though, when he's like, I'm rhyming! <laughs> he's, like, pointing out, like, yeah. oh, God, I'm doing this no. thing! Mm-hmm. This is obnoxious! Yeah, I, I kind of just, in general, felt like the 2001 was, like, self-aware, but at times obnoxiously so. Mm. Whereas this one, like, could be self-aware at times, but it, yeah. it didn't, like, overstay its welcome. Yeah. The 2001, like, tried to look very seussical. It did. But, like, tonally wasn't mm-hmm. not at all. at all. Not. <laughs> you know? Not like, to say that it tried to look like seussical the musical. Right. <laughs> like, like, like seuss-like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, this one felt more like storybook seuss. Yeah. But also kept the spirit of the, like, Jim Carrey Grinch a little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. it... I think he wasn't just a mean, like, yeah. slimy bad guy. Like he had the humor of the previous one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I and I liked that uh, you get more hints of the Grinch's inherent goodness from the start. Yeah, like yeah. how he's in this one. I feel like he's not straight up abusive to Max. Right. You could argue hooking him up to a sleigh is like you know not the best thing for a dog, right. but he really believes Max can do it. Yeah, um, yeah. and like you know he's. They're not, like, their relationship isn't a perfect, uh, you know, dog and master relationship, yeah. but, like, he's trying, yeah. and that's evident from the start. And you have these little moments, like, when he's, when he, after he has the idea to steal Christmas, mm-hmm. and he's, like, 
reading up on it and like has this book about Santa who he like takes a couple seconds and is like, wow, this looks really... And like has how, to stop himself. Yeah. Look at how they made the gingerbread room. <laughs> the gumdrop family is so oh, great. Oh. Yeah, he also has the moment where like Fred meets his family again. Yeah. He's like, and, okay. Yeah, like, so, he recognizes that that's a important yeah. thing yeah. for Fred to yeah. not be so his, a, a slave to the Grinch. Right, and and I think through doing that, they make his big like change of heart event a lot less fantastical and more believable. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're like he was making his way up here to this all along. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I felt the whole way through. I was like, I think that this straddles the two other iterations of the Grinch really nicely, where it mm-hmm. takes the elements from Jim Carrey's Grinch that were like actually really interesting and like simplifies them, desexualizes mm-hmm. them. <laughs> but like, it's nice that like they show that like the Grinch actually has a really cool skill set, and he's. Actually, yeah. a brilliant creature, yeah. and he gets to use that brilliance even if it's just during the end credit scene where he starts making like machines and like yeah, like he's been making to, stuff all along. He's been making stuff like, like building things. He made all the gadgets in his yeah. house and the you know yeah the coffee maker and all the weird stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he uh, and he the plays French the organ. Press. Yeah, he, <laughs> he does play the organ. organ. He's actually he's very skilled. He's very talented, and he's like there's like a brilliance to him that mm-hmm. they begin to like utilize in this movie. I think it played with the things that were nice. Yeah. That expanded the story of the Grinch from that one and like but kept a nice amount of like traditional like this is the Grinch. And it also like rhymed and stuff the whole yeah. way through. But not week. obnoxiously, which was nice. No. <laughs> also Pharrell is <laughs> yeah. the narrator. I was like, I've heard this voice before. Who is this voice? It was Pharrell. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? Which is all good. There were so many celebrity voices that I was like, I didn't even hear that. Yeah. Didn't even hear it at all. No. I wouldn't have known it was Benedict Cumberbatch if it wasn't advertised as being Benedict yeah. Cumberbatch. Speaking of advertising, I sent you this text earlier because I wanted to make sure I remember. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Wes, what hold on. is with all of the things that the Grinch has been promoting on commercials? Yes. Have you noticed how weird they are? I yeah. am like... I don't understand. Like, 23 and me. Why? <laughs> What does that have to do oh, with why anything? Why is the Grinch Why is he doing DNA testing? <laughs> there was one that was like purple mattresses. And I was like, who are we selling this to? Yeah. I'm down for it. There was another one purple. that was weird too, but it was like mattress. It was all like nothing toy related, nothing kid related, nothing Christmas related. Just like weird things. That Mom, you should get a purple mattress. Like the Grinch is here, and I'm like, who? It's like a sort of diet version of what Illumination did with Minions. Yeah, they were in like, well, we've been overkill on that one. So. Yeah. Listen, Dial I still it back to just things that you can buy on podcast. <laughs> <I>, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. Well, I forget you what can buy get... a Casper on oh, through a podcast, true. not purple. But it was like I was like, these are whole things like. 35-year-old adults want, like, not people... They're not children. Not yeah, you're not... Children are are, like, you, are no. you trying to convince them to take their kids to see it? Or are you just like, these people liked Cumberbatch, so we're gonna put them up, like, I don't... <laughs> Do you love Benedict Cumberbatch? <laughs> why don't you just put his face on the I stuff? I know, I was like, I don't understand Please why... Please just use a normal The rationale Benny. of this. I don't put a, know. Put a, put a picture of Sherlock, and I'll buy as many yeah, uh, purple like mattresses fine. as you want. I'll take them all. <laughs> There's so many other things. I was just like, this is the weirdest, like, celebrity sponsorship I've ever seen. <laughs> like, it was a weird one. It's been a weird, like, why are you, why are you the spokesperson for 23? I was so confused. Oh, 
further by, and I was going to ask a question that I answered for myself. I was like, why did 23andMe come up with the, like, how did they come up with the business name 23andMe? And I was like, oh, I, I get it now. Yeah. I just realized. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about me. Okay. I'm going to be fine. <laughs> I'm going to be a okay over here. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. This whole time I've been like, what a dumb business name for DNA testing. I was like, right. oh, it's literally the number of, got it. Okay. Yep. Yeah, that's the thing. I uh, and I think like my final sort of like note that I had about this movie um, was that I liked Cindy Lou's character in this yeah. one. She was, very, she was very charming, very quirky, mm-hmm. um, and I liked that her focus wasn't on reforming the Grinch because yeah. I because like the Grinch is already the focal point of the story. Right. We didn't need to the, give him the less missionary dating of the yeah, second one. Yeah, like yeah. definitely not that. Um, and even and even in the first one, like she doesn't even show up until yeah. the Grinch starts to steal Christmas and yeah. is sort of like kind of an incidental character, not really much of an influence, but more just like the like a reason for him to start thinking about what he's doing. Yeah. Um, but but in this one, I, I like that uh, she's she doesn't make that her goal the whole movie to like get to know the Grinch mm-hmm. and why he is how he is. It's just like. Once he becomes involved, and once he comes back to town and is like, guys, I stole all the stuff, might be... <laughs> um, yeah. That's when somebody is like, okay, well, I mean, we shouldn't we shouldn't kick this guy out then. And, like, yeah. you know, goes to, goes to his home at yeah. the top of the hill and invites him over. But it's a very polite, very quick, just like, if you want to. Yeah, she's like, I don't want you to be lonely. I like that. You know, like, was... But I stole all your stuff. And she's like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> They're still invited. Dinner's at six. Later. Yeah, I like that. I like that. She's that's, like, yeah, we know. That, that's all it is, and all it needed to be. Yeah. And uh, and he I appreciate that. Invite. He didn't need convincing. He didn't need someone to like preach to him. Didn't need someone to sing. Where are you, Christmas? Out the window. Yeah, Christmas. That was just an excuse to get Faith Hill in on a soundtrack. <laughs> yep. Which makes no sense with like the story, but it's why can't I? I, I think it was I think it, the whole movie like it was plenty good I don't think I'll buy it no, <laughs> but like no, I enjoyed I'm watching sure, it I'm sure like my parents will and they'll watch it with my nephew mm-hmm. every year like it's a thing that like I'd be fine having on yeah like, like it was it was nice it was pleasant and yeah, I think a lot of people it was like funny enough like mm-hmm. it was cute like it was okay in in some of the circles that like I'm in on the internet we there are a lot of really cynical types who like just don't want to see it because it's the people who made Despicable Me and yeah. Minions and all that I mean um, I felt that way you know and like and I, I understand that but at the same time it's kind of like I think a lot of people were just preemptively hating on it yeah and I don't think it deserves as much heat um, no, it's not no. anything like groundbreaking or like no, no. it's not it's not bad. It does some it has some weird choices, but you know what movie doesn't? <laughs> um, the original, <laughs> The Grinch, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Because it was a TV special and it was like thirty minutes. Right. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. They didn't have enough time to mess it up. <laughs> I will say I know I think I said this last year, but I remember. Um, telling my mom as a child that I really, like, related to Max. And mom was like, oh, dear. <laughs> and she was just like, oh. I just remember her being like, hmm, no. Tell, talk to me more about that. <laughs> like, why do you relate to this poor abused animal? <laughs> and she was just like, oh, oh, no. My poor daughter. Like, I really understand him. She's like, 
Oh no, this is so bad. This is not what I wanted to hear. <laughs> at Christmas. Everybody else at Christmas is probably, you know. I don't know. What do normal kids do at Christmas? Get excited? Uh, tell and scary like, ghost stories, according to Andy Williams. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I'm just like, man, that dog, I really get it. <laughs> that poor dog. <laughs> Antlers yeah, dropped your head. Yeah, it's cute. It's a cute movie. Mm-hmm. How many... Uh, <laughs> How many Channing Tatum's would you give this movie, Luke? Uh, I would give this. Uh, well, what's the maximum number of Channing Anything Tatum's? Anything you want. Whatever you okay. want. Um, you can also be any part of Channing Tatum. Out of out of a hundred Channing Tatum's. Okay. So just you know. We're just gonna picture a whole row of them. Fantasize with me. A hundred Channing Tatum's. Uh, I would give this sixty-two Channing Tatum's. Out of a hundred. Okay, cool. So like six point two. Out of ten? Yeah, sixty. Okay, that's how that scales, yeah. Got it. Well, I just want to make sure for all of our, you know, not math people. Well, I mean, I figured, I figured the other... Two-thirds of a Channing Tatum. I figured the other uh, 38 Channing Tatums have better things to do. Yeah. I think they have better things to do. You know. What do you buy you, Wesley? I was going to say six, so, yeah. Aww. The same. It's solid. Yeah, I was going to give it, like... A 4.8, okay. you know, of Tatum's out of 10. <laughs> We're like 48. <laughs> I just wow. like the idea that there's like a room of them and then we just like make 37. And they're all just like, like guys chatting with each other about the movie. Just yeah, real casual. just like having a nice, yeah. in like various states of dress. Yeah, I was going to say varying roles. tightness of shirts. <laughs> just the same white tape Some of them, some of them have them. flip phones. <laughs> Some of them don't. <laughs> One of them's wearing a wig for some reason. <laughs> We're not sure what movie he was in. Most of them have military haircuts. A couple of them are puffy. <laughs> I forgot about the puffy one. We watched a Channing Tatum movie and I read a ton of reviews oh about it. Amazon. One dude was like, that Channing used to be attractive, but like, why does he's so puffy in this movie? And I was like, he's a puffy. tired cop, dad. He's a tired cop father. Like, and they're like, he's puffy in this one. It's like he probably gained a little weight for the role, and they put makeup on him. Yeah, he was puffy. But don't forget that were... one of the hundred is also the Roman soldier one. Yes, is that weird? This is my favorite. The so... Roman soldier we watched because I fell asleep. A soldier movie. character. It's just a Roman soldier. Yes, from, like sure. we watched. Viral times. <laughs> I watched a terrible movie and I fell asleep during it. I was snoring during the movie. Oh, no. And had to record a podcast about it. Tells you how good it was. It was so awful. We asked, we called my boyfriend and was like, You're a man, how do you feel about this movie? He's like, Oh, it was terrible. <laughs> we were like, Clearly, we were not the audience. And we were like, We were the audience. Let's call him, let's pull him in. And he was like, No, it was. The terrible movie <laughs> that didn't the make me want to do manly. Was. I wasn't inspired to do go do man things at all. I was inspired to like, <laughs> you know, man things like go golf. Leslie's <laughs> boss is making her golf tomorrow for their holiday outing. <laughs> golf, but she gets a day off work, yeah. so we're not crying too hard about it. We play a little putt putt. <laughs> It's not putt putt. It's no, golf it's golf. Top golf. Ooh. I don't understand. So it's like golf with I've heard only it tops. <laughs> I heard it explained as like bowling but golf. Mm. So like you're on teams and there's like a 
target you have to hit? I don't know. Okay. I don't understand. Bowling for soup. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I saw them once. <laughs> <laughs> they played at the Ohio State Fair and my sister and I They're went. playing at Chuck E. Okay. Cheese every night. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Did you know this? No. Because the lead singer of Bowling for Soup is the voice of Chuck E. Cheese now. <laughs> Really? Yes. Oh. <laughs> it's right. all like they're playing every night at the Chuck E. Cheese on West Brom. <laughs> looking for a good parody song, I do remember them playing because of when Bowling for Soup was a thing. Do you remember the song Bananas from Gwen Stefani? Oh, yes. So they did a parody of it about their drummer named Gary and how he was allergic to carrots. Oh. And just saying, like, spelled carrots instead of bananas. C-A-R-R-O-T-S. That was a whole that thing. I was just like, why? Well, <laughs> <laughs> But that was a thing that happened when I saw them live. Thanks, Bowling for Soup! In 2004. <laughs> if I could remember any of their names, I would just, like, joke about one of them being like, I ain't no hollaback girl. Like, you totally are. That's all you do. You're an animatronic. <laughs> all you do is hollaback. <laughs> oh, my lord. Bowling for Soup. So this has, like, an average of, like, five-ish Tatums? Yeah. Something? Five? Yeah. Or, like, high fives, low six? Half the, half the Tatums. Half. Half, half Tatums. You won't feel like your time has been wasted if you watch this movie. Unless you're watching it for the second time, in which case, maybe. <laughs> yeah. It was cute. It was cute. Yeah. I don't have any problem. I didn't dislike it at all. No. That's fine. I don't have an issue with kids watching this and understanding the story of the Grinch fairly well. I loved the way that he took all the tote presents, though. Like, he was... Mm-hmm. I like the... Up, I I think I enjoyed the updates in technology. Yeah. And he was able to use, like, a candy cane grappling hook, and mm-hmm. I was like, why do I love this? The Max drone. That was nice. Yeah. It's like, this never would have happened in the first one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> never, ever, ever. <laughs> or maybe even the second one. <laughs> we had no idea in 2000 that we could do drone talks. <laughs> drone talks! <laughs> We oh, learned man. so much. That's going to be the name of my next drama. <laughs> Drone dogs. <laughs> oh, man. Is that it? Is that, yeah. is that the end of the podcast? Else how do we, how do we normally wrap up? Well, I say some things into the microphone. I get a little too close for comfort years. Yeah. Oh. That's fine. I'm sorry. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you find any of us remotely tantalizing, we're not sure what's wrong with you. <laughs> Please call, the gamble- the Please call the gambling hotline. You may want to watch the 2000 version of The Grinch. It's a little sexy. Too much for comfort. <laughs> if you want to see show notes... Pictures of the Grinch's foot. Can we please finally <laughs> yes. put up a celebrity's foot on the internet? <sighs> if you want to see, joke. You'll get to it. <laughs> if you want to see photos of the Grinch's feet, you can visit viewingpartypod.com. Not that we talked about his feet at all. <laughs> Side note: I sent a text to my cousin recently and said. Something about, like, if you're ever, like, think feeling like the universe isn't magical, remember that there's a man named Sean Foote who worked on Sean Astin's feet <laughs> during right. the production of Lord of the Rings. I'm sure she would appreciate So the that. universe is a magical place after all. And she's like, yes, I remember. <laughs> she goes, thank you for reminding me. F-O-O-T-E. Nope, no E. Sometimes the universe <laughs> conspires for you. <laughs>
with Sean Foote. <laughs> Anyways, that's a thing that happened oh, out God, there in the world. Too. Okay, so if you, but there's going to be show notes. There's going to be funny links. She's definitely going to link to the, some oh. terrible trailer. And since this is a since this is a venue where we talk about movies, can I can I shameless plug my yes. my? Okay, so I do I do a little YouTube series that I just started called Look at This. and uh, there's an episode on a really terrible comedy from 2007 called Kicking It Old School if you want to hear me talk about that for 40 minutes (laughs) and make jokes um that I exists. Loved that movie. I don't think I actually loved that movie, but I remember that movie. There, there is there is some adult content and language, but there is also a clean version if you would like less of it. Excellent. Where can we find that? Uh, you can find it on youtube.com slash look at this. Excellent. And also, what are your social media handles in case people want to get a hold of your sweet, sweet boys? I mean, that's the that's the big one. Or you can find me on Twitter at da things, D-A-T-H-I-N-G-S. That's it. That's all I use. He's, he, my brother's more famous than we are. Mm. Sometimes. <laughs> uh, Thank you for having me on the show. You're welcome. If you want to hear more tasty pods like this, you can check out them. Did you just forget the hashtag? Using the hashtag <laughs> Lady Pod Squad. There's lots of other podcasts from all over the world from ladies who are smarter or not as smart as us, but they're still ladies and we love Every plug gets worse and weirder. Every single one. Uh, yeah, check out the Lady Pod Squad. I think that's all. I'm that's all that we right got. Now. Use that hashtag. Yeah, using that hashtag. You'll find lots of cool ones. Um, that's all. Uh, join us next time when we watch something else and talk about something different. Until then, I'm Katie. I'm Wesley. And I'm Luke. And this has been Viewing Party. Ta-da! Can't get it to stay back up. Was it on the right thing? Was it on the circle thing? I don't know. No, I have it set to a different setting. That might not be a good recording. It's fine. (laughs) I mean, I hope so. Your cat was chewing on my coat, and I had to throw a pillow at her, and I'm sorry.